Howdy hobos. I'm so happy you're here. You have no idea. You have no idea how happy I am that you're here. So look, I was going to try to do this thing live because I know a lot of people are stuck at home and I thought it might be cool to put it out live, but, but I'm remembering why I stopped doing it live. The technology that I have just doesn't work right. So we recorded it. This is it. You'll, you're going to hear it now. My name is Mark. Just uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Mark. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at tincan.telephone. You can find Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. You can find Hobo Safe Camp on Instagram, the Virtual Campfire Podcast at Hobo Safe Camp. Um, so today, I was graced with the pleasure of talking to Donna Colbert. And you can find her on Instagram at craft underscore D underscore lady. That's craft underscore the letter D underscore lady. And she's um, become a, a, a someone I would consider a friend in, in real life. Um, we've, we've met uh, before. At, uh, uh, she came and, and joined us for the, um, the dinner with friends that we did back in the summer. And... She's just got a really great take on life and some really interesting perspectives and she's a tarot reader and you should go over to her Instagram page and check her out and um, every once in a while she's offering tarot readings and you should definitely jump in on that and get in on that and get one because um, she just has uh, some great insights and we had a good talk today and it was it was it was a, a talk uh, that's it's 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 very um, in the moment. We're, we're as a country, as in the world, as a world, as a people, as, as a as a race, as the human race, we are currently um, going through this thing right now. This this COVID nineteen coronavirus, um, and 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 it's presenting some challenges that um, people may be having a hard time overcoming, but. I also believe it's posing some challenges that people are seeing they have the capacity to overcome. And I think that's where we're going to see the biggest strength, the biggest thing that comes out of this whole thing is that we, as a, as a race, as, as a, the human race, have the ability to overcome. And, and we have the ability to learn. Like, like the, the new normal is not going to be the old normal. We're not going back to normal. The old normal is what got us into this. The new normal. There's a new age upon us, friends. We can turn that new age into whatever we want. We don't have to go back to the old age. The new old age. No thanks. It's in time for a new age. The dawning of a new age. All right, let's get to this thing. Um, that's about enough for now from here. Um, I do want to say real quickly, um, if you do would like to start your own podcast... Um, go to the link in my bio at tincan.telephone and go to Buzzsprout. The easiest way to start your own podcast, right there. All the tools you need, and uh, you, you can throw your voice out there and join my voice. The more we need more voices. Okay, it is without further ado that so we turn the time over to a radiant being who just shines. And I think she kind of feels guilty about shining. It's weird. Pick up the tin can telephone, put it to your ear, and Donna, ramble on. 
I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. Ain't got no one to love me. No place to call my home. So, what have you... What are you doing right now? Are you sheltered in place? Are you? I am sheltered in place. You know, it's interesting because I was in Hawaii. Um, you know, like my husband works out of town a lot, and he was sent like before this all was really starting to go down. He was sent over there for work, and you know, his boss knows that my middle son is there, so he offered to send me, and. Um, Devin, my husband's working at this resort, so, you know, it's a nice resort, and they, they you know, give their workers the rooms and stuff, so it was kind of a nice opportunity to go to Hawaii, which, if it wasn't for the chance to see my son, I probably would have, I was, you know, it was before things were really taking a turn, and I was not, I was like, well, I'm not sure, but, you know, like, after I left my son, um, in February, because uh, that was my Christmas present, was to go see my son. Um, you know, like I was, we didn't have a foreseen like we're gonna meet up, you know, in three months. So, you know, whenever I have a chance to meet him, free, you know, my boss, his boss was paying for food and travel and everything. I was like, yes, I'll go. And he, um, you know, my son Island hopped to us, which was nice. He came for a couple days, and um, he works at Target, which that's a whole other story, <laughs> but. Um, you know, somewhere along the line, and I had classes, so I had planned to only be there for a few days. When my classes at Cal State went online, um, we extended my trip, and my son stayed an extra day. And I was supposed to leave Sunday, and instead I left Wednesday, which my husband was coming back Wednesday. And I feel like on Sunday, like, everything went real crazy. Um, and that's kind of when I feel like it shifted. Like, all of a sudden, I don't know, it just... You know, at first I was like, is this getting overhyped? You know, I was being really careful, washing my hands. And I, I just feel like how I felt about the situation just changed. You know, I was trying to distance myself from all the hype on the media. And um, the hotel started getting really nervous. And there had been someone there. They had to tell us who contracted it. But they think she got it in Colorado. But it was like a month and a half ago. And things just got crazy, you know, like all of a sudden, you know, grocery store um, <clears throat> lines were long, which that wasn't, hap that was happening here, but that wasn't happening there, and so, you know, just you could tell the the vibe of Hawaii also was everyone was starting to get on edge, and my 17-year-old was home, house-sitting and dog-watching, and He's 17, but he's the baby. <laughs> so, uh, you know, his dad is close by, and he has lots of family, and, you know, he saw everyone every day. But still, I sometimes think, like, a mom wants to be with their kids, too. Yeah. And so, yeah, we it was from Sunday to Wednesday, I just pretty much, like, stayed in the hotel room. And it was, you know, I don't have Facebook, but Devin does, so I'd get on, he's, you know, we talk about Facebook, and people were like, there's no groceries in San Diego, Ramona, where we live, like, you can't buy anything, you know, people were saying, you're not going to be able to fly home, and it was just, <laughs> this is the reason why I don't have Facebook, usually. <laughs> Anyhow, we got back, it's crazy on the plane, you know, people were, 
there's some people who are just super paranoid and freaked out, which, trust me, I was, like, a little nervous, too. And then there's people just coughing and sneezing, like, not covering their fucking, sorry, I don't, <laughs> not covering their mouths. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm just, that stuff is crazy to me. Anyhow, we got home. Devin went shopping on Thursday. We were able to get groceries. It wasn't, you know, we usually do, like, a Costco run for toilet paper before, so we, are, we already were stocked up from before the madness. But we can't buy any now, <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, for me, it was last Friday. Um, I, oh. I, I was the same way. Just was I wasn't paying attention. I, I was thinking that was well, I was paying attention, but I was just thinking it was overhyped. Um, yeah. I was, um, I, and I still do. <laughs> I'm still not quite no. sure. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. But I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm taking it more seriously. Of course, but I still think I don't. I still think there's something else going on, but I don't want to even get into that. <laughs> but, but yeah. I, I wasn't. I was was because where we live is kind of sheltered. Kind of, it's yes. a smaller community, and it's not. You know, like my family in in other places of the country were calling. Are you able to get toilet paper? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was at the store today. It's nothing's. Everything looks fine. I think you guys are being oversensitive about it, and then. Like the next day, my wife Holly called me and said they just canceled school, and I was like, oh, I wasn't. I had just recorded a podcast. <laughs> I'm like, I better get going. I better um, get dressed and go see what I can find. And by the time I got there, I had to go to three stores to find toilet paper. Um, was, but that was right at the beginning of the madness. Right. And it just it just hit, and then still I went out and I went and found. I scored toilet paper this morning. And um, I actually feel I actually feel comfortable now. I think I have an, enough that I don't need to look anymore. And uh, hopefully this thing blows over soon. But I don't know. Well, we're like you. We live, you know, we live in a small community also. So the local grocery store. Now I am following a little bit on Devin's um, Facebook because the local grocery store they are like really supportive. It's very small, and they're like, "Hey, we stocked up," and they're. They're not monitoring it. They're like, you know, there's things that people were getting crazy with, of course, like toilet paper and milk. And they're like, we're not, they're not like putting limits, but they're like, don't be crazy, you know, or we will say something. And they've been really sensitive, I think, to the community. And so I think, um, you know, today or tomorrow, I think there's another shipment coming today. Because Devin went yesterday and there was only two rolls. Um and we had, like I said, we had already bought a Costco one maybe like a month ago. You know, we just mm-hmm. do that. It's kind of normal for us. And he, I just said, let's, if there's only two rolls, let's just leave it, you know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Let's leave it. Someone might be coming in later. We can try again. And they said they were restocking today. So I think there is some good things about being in a small community. Like when he went to, you know, a bigger grocery store, it was really crazy. <laughs> like yeah. lines and yeah. You know. Well, we've been trying to just we're we're stocked up for we've got a month of food that you know in cans and stuff that won't spoil right. that we might not necessarily want to eat but we can eat it and yes. um, so we're kind of just saving that and just kind of going day by day just kind of getting what we need daily and just kind of because you know we're, and suddenly everything it's like it, I mean. It, I hate to use the word apocalypse because that's where things get so overblown, but it, there, there's kind of this weird feel when you walk around the grocery store and the shelves are empty, but it's almost kind of freeing because it's like there aren't choices. It's like yes. this is what's left. Okay, this is what we're having today. and We'll come back and see what they have tomorrow. And the peop- and even though we probably shouldn't be, um, my wife and I were both considered essential 
workers, you know, so we're, right. there's, there's like the, the pros and cons of that. There's the great, you still get a paycheck coming in and the cons are you're out in the world face to face with people. And so we're, I'm not, we're out there anyway. So it's, 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 it's like, there's no, like you might as well just stop in at the store and see what there is on the way home. Right. And it's so interesting. The people are kind of walking around zombie, like, just like, like confused, but yet, at the same time, everyone's been so nice and friendly. And the conversations I've had with people when we are supposed to be social distancing, and now suddenly people, people in line I never would have talked to or we never would have talked are suddenly talking. It's kind of weird. Exactly. You know, like you were kind of saying you think something else is going on. And also that's, you know, like a whole other thing. But just some of the – I have one professor who really dives deep into some things like that, and I'm just really a lot more aware and, you know, I think as a community, we've been talking about humanity, just people being previous to this, like just people being not connecting and just, you know, rude. People don't look at each other, you know, don't communicate, aren't interacting. Everyone's on their phones, you know, there's a lot less communicating. But I do think like what you're saying is this has kind of brought back a little more human- humanity to the world, you know, and I think that there's I have seen a lot of that, too. And I think that's great. Um, I know that, you know, I don't, I'm, it's sad for the people who are, you know, ill from this, but I think that there's some parts that are like allowing us to get back to the things that are really important also. Yeah, I was, so, I was getting water today. Um, we just have a refillable jug that I take down to the water store and fill. Yeah. And um, the, and I, I didn't want to go in. They have an outside one. And so there's two of them. One's the high alkaline and one's regular. And I was just filling it up. I like the high alkaline one. And this, this lady comes up behind me and she stands back like six feet. And she's just <laughs> standing there. And I, finally, I look over and I go, are you waiting for this one I'm using or are you looking at this one? Because I can step away while you get started. This is slow. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, she's like, I just didn't know if you would be okay with it. I'm fine. And I'm like, All right, yeah, I'm like, go for it. And so, but, yeah. so those people are having that, at least that respect um, that you never would have gotten. Right. Yeah, I met this lady. I had some, like, brand-new art supplies, and I know there's a lot of parents going crazy. I met this woman who I didn't know just off of, offline with this, you know, bag of supplies, and I brought, like, wipes. I'm like, I wipe things. I don't know how, again, like, how, how the same situation sort of, like, I – I think we were both being conscious of, like, each other. But in the end, it was like, oh, it's fine. Just hand me the bag. It's not that big of a deal. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, local community, you know, we're a small town, too. I feel a little bit bad for, you know, the businesses. I think um, they are considered essential. But, you know, we're a tourist town. And to go up on a Friday and it's pretty dead, you know, I just, I don't think, I don't know how I feel quite yet about this, but we went and just, um, I bought takeout from this uh, mom-and-pop place that I really love. And, you know, it's, and they can only do to-go orders. And I just – it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. But yeah. Yeah. seven also is considered essential. But I don't know, like, for how long. It's kind of just construction. And there's – there's it's kind of on the line there, you know. And Yeah, yeah. And, and that we're the same way. Right. We're and both he surfs down at Oceanside, and he's like, can I go surfing? <laughs> I, I think you're allowed to uh, exercise, they say. Yeah. I don't know. They, I don't know. I wouldn't see why not. 
My, my daughter sent a picture from Oceanside today. She was down on the beach. Oh, nice. He was saying, you know, it's kind of like a real vague, like, don't get in areas or groups of 10. And where he goes down like an old man, it's like packed, you know. So I don't know what, I, you know, whether in the water, I don't know. It's kind of, it's hard to, you know, and he's also not on the super panic side. But it's also, it's just interesting. I think daily... You know, I, my feelings change one way or the other, I think, every day, depending on what I see and don't see and what I, yeah. <laughs> you know, how things evolve, I guess. So, yeah, I it, am it feels so, it's, it's, it's so weird to be, like, deemed essential. And But what that really means is you got to be out there in it. And it's just to sell groceries. And the people who were, like, who were there, I think, feel, like, that, a sense of service. Like, that's, okay, you're right. I am supposed to be out here doing this. And... Um, we're, we're both kind of in, in agriculture and it's, there's this thing where it's now it's like, okay, there's, there's plants in stores and people aren't buying them right now. People are buying toilet paper and essentials, but they yeah. still need to be maintained and kept alive. Right. Um, and so I don't know, there's this, but, but at any time there could be a call that says, all right, we're done go home, you know, right. and, and we're right. just writing it through. Um, but I don't know, but at the same time, like being out there, I just feel like. Like, I, and, and I'm, I'm I'm probably just taking it too lightly. I just I just haven't felt any sense of worry, like other than the fact of what other people are doing to deplete, you know, resources at the grocery stores and stuff. Yeah, I I think the same. Besides the plane, well, being in the resort and the plane and like a destination area, I felt it a lot. Like it was slow going, and there's but then it kind there was a shift, like I said, and then being back home, I think. It's similar to you. I'm actually, I didn't go to the grocery store because um, sometimes crowded stuff I don't super love. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't get, Devin did that, thankfully, because he, he doesn't mind it. But um, uh, not that I won't go, but if I don't, you know, if he offers, I'm like, yeah, sure. Right. But right. what I do think is nice is that, you know, I think we're paying attention to what is essential also, like, agriculture and these people in service like treating like people at the grocery store and things nicer also I think like it's you know I'm sure there's like a lot of things out there like saying here are real you know real heroes also people farming and ranching and all this stuff and I think that it's great but that's another shift that I think is bringing light to people who are important you know working and and doing the people who don't wouldn't say like quote unquote the heroes of our country, but this is really in the times of like you said, hate to go with apocalypse, but uh, I think like these people are the most important when we're talking about essentials. Um, I think it's great for all of us to see that. <laughs> well, and the stress that a lot of them are under because most of the, most people, I mean, the people who are out there now, like at grocery stores, they they don't make a lot of money. They're they're kind of the the poorer population. And they kind of depend on schools to, to, to take their kids for the day. And now they've got kids at home, and they're at work because they're essential, you know. And then they're hearing their friends, and this is kind of what – there's this kind of weird thing where it's like, I get to keep working, and yet – these other people are kind of getting a vacation, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. they're, and they're kind of on Instagram, like showing these fun things they're doing while they're home in, yeah. in, in quarantine. And, and that's, and that's been really cool and fun to see too, is this, this creative energy come out. But there's, there's kind of this, this tinge of FOMO, like, I'm sorry, I'm out at my job while you're 
Uh, like, yeah. while, while this online artistic revolution is happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but but that's just me, and and that's really not anything. But I think of like like working mothers who are like checking out people at at Target and their kids are home and they're just completely stressed because their kids are home, you know, and and, and other people yeah. are bitching that, oh, my kids are home. i got to be home with my kids. Well, there's single mothers who are just like their whole time they're at work, they're just thinking about getting to their young kids who have been forced to stay at home. Or also, like, even if they want to stay home, they are more worried about how they're going to financially get by. So, you know, like some people, I think – you know, I was a single mom working two jobs and going to school like 60, 70 hours a week working and school on top. And, you know, like there are times where I like push through sickness and I because I was so desperate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I, I believe there's probably a lot of them who are sick and forcing themselves to like feel good for that shift. So they show no symptoms and holding in yeah. stuffy noses just so they don't get sent home. Yeah, I would like to say, you know, if I was in this place and it was shifted, like, I would stay home, but I wouldn't have been able to, like, I wouldn't have been able to feed my kids back. I didn't, you know, have any other support, so I I might be doing the same. I feel ashamed to say that, but I, I might be doing the same thing if no, I no, was No, back. absolutely. There's no other choice. Yeah. There's no other choice. And that's, well, that's where I'm at, too. I would love to yeah. stay home and self-quarantine, but as long as we can keep making money at the same time that's good too i mean there 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 are people that i so so my wife has a crew and she thought they were going to all get laid off yesterday and she had a was and they had this conference call and they found out that they're keeping everybody on and she got to call each one of them individually and tell them that they weren't getting laid off and and i i half expected because she just had was just sitting there talking to him on speakerphone and i was just sitting here and I half expected them to like be like when they when she said so we're staying on. Half, half expected them to be like, oh, I really wanted to stay home, but every single yeah. one of them was like, oh, thank God, thank you so much. And they were also because yeah. the recent hires and like, and and I just it was just not the reaction I expected. I expected them like, well, somebody's going to be upset that they're working and not they don't get to go on this shelter in place holiday that the rest yeah. of Instagrams it gets to go on, and yeah. every single one of them was completely relieved that they got to keep working. Yeah, I feel like that about Devin, too, because, you know, it's some of his stuff is, like, maintaining infrastructure, and some of it's new infrastructure, and I think there's a really fine line between what's new and what's maintaining, and, um, you know, we had a similar call, and we felt really grateful that he wasn't going to be put laid off, you know, either, like, we were just, you know, I, my son works at Target, and um, him and his girlfriend, they still live with her parents, so they have a little bit of a cushion. But, you know, I worry about him, too. He's 17, and he had a lot of, like, pneumonia when he was a baby. Or, I'm sorry, he's 20. 20, yeah. And um, he had a lot of pneumonia, so I worry about him in contact, but he's like, I, I need to work. You know, it's just, like, I don't know. I just interesting times i i felt a little guilty when i was in hawaii posting all these great pictures and when I, everything shifted i was like oh gosh like <laughs> i don't i don't want to be that person you know because there were people at the resort i would go down to you know get an extra towel or something and there were like people in the jacuzzi like oh florida's going lo- on lockdown and we were supposed to go to vegas so we just brought our whole family out here and they're like 
cough, you know, like, oh, I have allergies, <laughs> like crazy stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And there was a lot of that at resort. And the employees were like, it's so crazy. Like, you know, they're getting exposed and they're worried and nervous. And they're at, the, at that time, there were people, it was kind of down a little bit, but there were people in the middle of, like, stuff starting to get locked down, like, trying to get to Hawaii to be trapped there. And I thought, wow, that's, that's, so I felt a little guilty post, like, I'm on Hawaii thing when things started shifting, and I was like, because, you know, I kind of got, was in the middle of it. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but, just, uh, that's just your personality. You you feel guilty <laughs> about true. things you shouldn't feel guilty about. Really <laughs> true, yeah. Too hard on yourself. Think, I, I know I'm a working. We're all working progress. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I don't know. It's just, just it's interesting, and you know, it's also interesting with the people. My grandmother, she's super ill, and she she like was fighting to go grocery shopping. I mean, she's like in the hospital like every other month, like not doing well. She has really poor health, and I and that population is really like. This is all an over exaggeration. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know a lot of a lot of people are saying that about their parents or grandparents. Like they just, I don't know. They're just fearless. <laughs> yeah, there's like been some. some the there have been some little old ladies the last couple of days that I've seen that have been like surprised. Like this is the first time they've come out of their house in a month, and they're like, well, "This is a little bit of an overreaction, don't you think?" And it's like, "Yeah, it is," but that doesn't yeah. keep paper on the shelf, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hundred percent an overreaction, but you still yeah. you still gotta you still gotta ride that wave. Yeah, for my grandmother, it's like her social time, and that's like that's not the time to go. To, right now is not the time. You know, we have yeah. to take her. It's like not the time to go to the grocery store, and um, or my cousins or somebody. You know, like not the time to go to the grocery store and have social time. You know, like she loves. She'll spend hours and five different stores and we're like exhausted and she's still trucking because <laughs> it was like her only time or like a couple times a month so I think she was really mad about that even though she's watching news and you know I don't know that's interesting you know I I haven't I guess there were some kids in the snow some people in the snow and there was a large group and you know but I haven't really you know going to Kelsey and like you know, there is a group for Cal State students. I don't really feel like those students are like what we're seeing on TV with spring break type of stuff. I don't feel that vibe. I mean, I know that your daughters might have a different perspective than I do, but I feel like well, my my daughter's like the head of the sustainability club. There, she's not <laughs> she's not spring breaking it like, yeah, like a normal. I don't think I don't think college kids do that like like party like that anymore. Yeah. I've just seen on the news, like, kids are, like, or memes or whatever. They're, like, going down to Florida, and they're trying to shut down the beaches, and the kids are, like, this is messing with our spring break, and I'm going to do what I want. And it's, like, what? <laughs> like, this is the thing. We see that one snapshot, and we think, like, all of t- all of high school kids are, like, going to party no matter what, and they're fighting authority to, like, party on the beach, you know? Yeah. But I think, like, are we? We're in California, and that's not – I don't see that. (laughs) But then I think the whole country, you know, how media is, we get that message that that's what's going on all over. This could be just a select group of kids, you know, who are just, I don't know. (laughs) I I feel like it's more the minority than than the majority, although we we see a whole different perspective of that. Yeah, especially as being a destination. 
Oh, yeah. That uh, <laughs> not a lot of people travel, you know, like, well, they've shut down everything. You know, they shut down Disneyland, so it's just the, the freeway. It's, and there's this weird thing going on on the freeways where they're open, you know, during the times where you're normally sitting in in gridlock. And people are just driving so aggressively and still, or 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 slowing, like expecting a slowdown. And like, there's just, a, it's like we got a wide open highway. Why are you acting like you're driving in rush hour still? You know, it's weird. <laughs> We're so conditioned. Right. I haven't been on the freeway, but you know, according to Devin, because he drives up to um, like Orange County Riverside right now, this last couple of days. You know, I remember a 9/11. We had to go, my first husband and I, we had to go to Children's Hospital. It was a really important appointment for my son who was maybe going to have to have heart surgery. and He'd already had some other surgery. But I remember on 9-11 that morning driving and the, seeing a freeway that was normally busy during that time just completely empty. I remember that feeling is really eerie. It's like hard to explain unless you're out there and you see it, but... It felt like the end of the world. You know, there was nobody on the freeway. There was, like, weird by Miramar, um, the base. There was, like, weird white cars getting off on the exit. It was weird because they weren't, like, military-looking cars. There was, like, a caravan of white cars. (laughs) And that's all, like, we were always, like, like, that was so bizarre. Um, And then, you know, like, there ended up being, like, military at the, like, front of the children's hospital and stuff. And so... You know, I don't know if it's to that extreme, extreme, but Devin's like, oh, there's no, he has no rush hour traffic coming and going. He's like, it's pretty sparse, you know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and, and and hopefully, hopefully, we learn something from this. And um, yeah. the, the the lady that I was talking to at the water machine, when she was like, I was just staying back for you, if you're cool with me getting my water, she said, I just can't wait for this to go back to normal. And I was like, I didn't, you know, I didn't say it to her, but in my head, I was like, I don't. I think we're going back to normal. There's going to become a new normal that we'll adjust to, but it's not. Hopefully, hope, and hopefully we don't go back because normal is what got us here. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so, so it's going to take some adjusting. It's going to be weird <laughs> for a minute as we we think it's the end, but really it's the beginning. Right. I I hope that too. You know, I'm like, I think that there could be some real silver silver lining at the end of this. So are you two having longer um, longer shifts? Like, are you having to do overtime or something? No, like no. Like, overtime and stuff's been cut, basically. But okay. it's just, I mean, it's it, it's gone from, uh, especially for Holly, it's gone from a, a selling point of view to just a maintaining point of view. So, oh, so it's not so much of, of pushing the sales of things that nobody's buying. Like, nobody's buying... Well, I, people are actually if she if she you know markets them right little indoor cactuses and succulents and and shrubs people aren't buying yeah. shrubs you know and so right. it's 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 gone from like pushing those because to just maintaining and well she's in like big box stores and so oh, okay. it's gone to so she's in like five to ten stores a day just um, you know checking on plants and maintaining things and. It's, it's it's gone from selling of those things to just keeping them alive and maintaining. And then when you have nothing to do, go help someone stock the, sh- the toilet paper shelf and helping people in the store. 
Oh, that's nice. But that also puts her like a little bit closer than she wants to be. Like right. the garden center is a little bit safer environment yeah. <laughs> right now than yeah. like the toilet paper aisle. Yeah, so, my, my, that's, yeah, that's true. I know. I'm like construction place sites aren't like the cleanest places. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. When Devin comes home, I'm like, <laughs> like. I'm a little bit free, like worried. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's where my paranoia comes out. I'm like, oh my gosh. And he, I heard him talking to his friend this morning, and they were saying the same thing. Like his friend in construction, his wife is a nurse, <laughs> and his wife is she works like in more of like a lab, so she's not doing one on one with customers. But because she probably gets a lot of information on that end, she's like, take off your boots, you know, <laughs> after the grocery store, take off your clothes, put them in the wash, you know, and my son does construction, my oldest son, and he it was in the process of switching from construction to agriculture, also similar to some of the things that you do. And um, I think where his job might close down, he was right they were right before they hired him, but that side of it, I thought the retail, um, you know, he's more maintaining um, agriculture, that they are – going overtime it's a really crazy how much work they have so that part's interesting hmm. yeah um and so you know he he's hope he's right in the middle of that he hasn't you know he was trying to go from one job to the other so he's hoping because he won't have any work and he's hoping that that agriculture part um takes him on because they are you know, all their current worker. I don't know how, you know, that process is. They don't want to hire new people, but the, all their current workers are working a lot of overtime, so that's interesting, too. But, you know, my son's hours at Target, my other son, they've also increased. And, you know, I think about, thinking of all my kids, my youngest is a high schooler, you know, and he's got to go online. And for some kids, that's really difficult. Like, some kids don't have the means. Some don't learn well online. You know, I think about kids who have some disabilities and that they might really struggle. And I haven't been in contact with the principal from the school that I used to work, but I've seen pictures of him on Instagram driving out to, like, remote communities with, like, sack lunches because, you know, a lot of kids, that's where they get food from is when they're at school. Yeah. <laughs> so, um I see him out there, it's like snowing, and he has, like, sack lunches, and he's waiting for families to come out, because we have 600 square miles in our district, so, yeah, I think. Our school district's still doing um, school lunches, you can come pick them up, and then I mm -hmm. think they're also sending them out to the bus stops, so they can get picked, they, mm -hmm. you can go to wherever the bus stop, you would normally meet meet the bus and pick up school lunch there, so it's good to see see that those kind of services are still going yeah, that's a great idea. I didn't. I mean, the bus stop thing is awesome. <laughs> Some of the kids on the reservation, they drive like, you know, I don't know if he's going all the way down to one reservation, but it's like 35 minutes down from the bus stop, which is an hour away. Wow. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see how how this all plays out. You know, um, but. I'm, I'm thinking, is this a good time to work? It's hard when I'm going to school to do more tarot, but maybe this is the time that <laughs> to do tarot. I saw that you were doing some, like, email ones. I feel like those are really 
I like them, but they're really time consuming. Do you think that it takes more time for you? Yeah, and that was a great transition. I was trying to figure out a way to get out of uh, coronavirus and onto something else because it's already so much of everything. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't do them very often. It's just it's just kind of if I'm feeling it and I have some free time, I'll post it. And but you know, to be honest with you, like my Instagram page. Tin Can Telephone is kind of a dead account almost. It's like I don't get a whole lot. I don't spend a lot of time on it either. So yeah. I've kind of been focusing on um, a higher source on Instagram, if you follow at a higher source. And that's where I've been, like, putting my energy into. And and, it's, it's, and, it's, and I haven't been able to go back and forth between them. It's, I've been putting all my energy in the other one. And, oh, I see. And, and, I'm, and, and it's a lot of fun. But every once in a while I'll, uh, I'll post on, on mine. But... I don't know. I don't get a whole lot of response. I don't. I don't know. Are, how how are you with terroring? Like it doesn't seem like. It almost seems like everybody's. Um, I don't know. I don't get a whole lot of of, of interest in tarot readings anymore. You know, like I when I because I think that email ones are so detailed and it's so like I said, it's really time consuming for me. I can only take on a few at a time when I'm in school because I feel like so overwhelmed by all the work and you know I drive quite a distance um so usually when I offer like I only have five spots or something like that they go pretty quick and it takes me a while to get them all you know because they're mostly like the Celtic cross spread so I do have a lot of good response um I just don't always have the time for it and I need to do more like simple card you know like on Instagram I think it'd be good to you know have some a little extra income but I I haven't done any um there's a few clients that I I do semi-regular and I've done theirs since the coronavirus started but not I haven't done it on my Instagram so I might put something out there and see how it goes and I've also been working on for years I just haven't done any it's always been baby steps and maybe fear from putting it out I've started thinking about doing another like an intention box, um, not like a subscription or anything. It sometimes gets confusing, but I am wondering like how that, you know, people don't have income, but people are anxious. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm thinking about kind of putting my feelers out to see how that goes, I guess. Yeah. You You absolutely should. Your stuff's awesome. Um, Oh, thank you. And, 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 and I'm not saying that it's people are over it. I just think people. I just I don't have the time time to to devote to marketing myself on yeah. that front because I I do so much with the podcast. Right. So like with the podcast stuff, I, I market that a lot. But I mean, I, I still don't make money on it. But my that's where my energy goes. Yes. Um. So for, in fact, I sat down the other day and I actually did a tarot reading. I was I was thinking the other day, well, maybe I'll I've got a couple I've got some a couple days. Maybe I'll this was last week. I've got a couple of days off. I'll maybe I'll do some readings. And I just thought I, I was going to do one and just put it up just so people could see it and, and get an idea. Of, you know, maybe they would want one. And I just I just struggled so hard to write it. And it's just I'm I'm just I guess I'm just so bored with my tone and my you know I'm just. It's like, guys, this just sounds like everything I write. It's just sound, and so and that's kind of why I've steered away from it a little bit. And I, what I need to do is come back to it and figure out a way to um, elevate my voice from, you know, that it just sound, they all just sound exactly the same to me. I think your tone is like, from an outside perspective, I feel like I never feel like 
I mean, I can understand how you might feel that way, but when I read it, it never feels the same. It's the same, you know, we all go to different friends, like, when we need something, you know, like, I have the friend who will let me vent and not say anything back, and then I have the friend who will give advice, or I have the friend who's, like, the my Boston friend, she'll just... She's not going to have any mercy on me. <laughs> we go to those friends and we need different things. And I feel like your tone that you might feel tired of or feel like, mono, like monotone. For me, I'm like, wow, like it's always different, but it always has the same energy. And sometimes, most often when I read it, I'm like, oh, I super needed that. So just an outsider's perspective. I think you're that that energy that I go to when I need that kind of message. So. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And you should, uh, you should, you should follow my other page at a higher source. Yeah. And, I don't think I see that you're doing that, but I definitely will. And, and w- what I'm doing there is I'm reposting other people's posts okay. with a really short, you know, piece of flash writing of mine at the top. And then, and so what you get is, is, you get my little blurb, and then you get to read someone else's post underneath it, and it's really—I've really had a great response to it. And I really—it's kind of you kind of get to do more of a um, collaboration with people without actually having to collaborate with people. You know? Wow, <laughs> that's awesome! I like that idea. I like sharing, you know, two different inspirations, and so I think that'd be great to hear your take—you know, your little piece on top of it. That's awesome. We'll definitely have to have so, to follow there. Yeah, if you haven't seen posts on the other one, that's, that's why I've been I've shifted over a little bit. <laughs> sometimes too, like maybe it's you know time. It's an evolve, an evolving thing. Sometimes I just don't have time to focus on. You know, I have my I don't have time to focus on like that tarot account because I just don't have the energy to do tarot or. And sometimes I just need to take a little break, and you know it's probably not good for marketing, but no, but that's you know. okay. I, I I have a different Instagram page for every different every one of my personalities. <laughs> so so the tin can dot telephone that's more of my um, radio voice podcaster tone, and and open lines radio is basically just purely a marketing open lines radio, and then. I have a higher source where I'm having I have this different tone and I have some other meme accounts that I post and they're more of a cynical um sar- sarcastic tone. Yeah. And and I just kind of like kind of rotate through them as, as my as however I'm feeling and uh I know I've been stuck on the one for a little bit but um I I just kind of like move through them. It's kind of weird. I don't I'm I'm just admitting my multiple personalities all have their own Instagram pages, but <laughs> well, I'm always impressed by it's like therapy. <laughs> I'm like, I can't maintain one. You have like all these ones like juggling. I'm like, wow, but it is a creative like outlet, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I and, and I feel like I've built up an audience of, on each different one that can handle the message of each different voice. Yeah. I feel like, you know, in these times, it's hard for me because I can get, I can be in those days where I'm just like, just brain dead on the, on my phone. You know, I have a professor who made us read this book called Put the Fucking Phone Down. And it's really good and really brings yeah. awareness. Um, but, you know, I just, some, there's some days where I'm just like, this is what I'm, this is, okay, this is where I'm going with this. But I feel like, because I get, 
inspired. I read interesting stuff. I, I feel like this is making an excuse like, for why I do it, but I definitely feel like I need to limit my, like, on my online time, you know. I'll probably be more efficient, too, if I just go on there and post and check out a few things and get off. I don't know. I just think, you know, it can be really time-consuming. Yeah, absolutely. Rabbit holes that I'm like, where did I get here? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I was like, put the phone down because <laughs> I'll get into a thing where I'm kind of, I feel like I'm writing the algorithm and I'm harding things just right and I'm following people just right. And I'll sit there for an hour just in a blur and gain yeah. like 20 followers in that time and a bunch of likes just because of like, I don't know, I just feel like I, I get into this thing and she'll be like, put that phone down. I'm like, ah, you know how, how little, t- how off, I, ne- I never get into the zone like this. I'm in the zone. <laughs> Some, I know. Some days it's a struggle. Sometimes I'm bored, and then sometimes, like you said, you're following just the right, you have the right interactions. Uh-huh. It's funny, because, like, a while back, Holly put on, like, a, um, on her timeline, it was, like, a quiz or something, like, how attached are you to your phone, or do you, you know, do you feel like there's an addict? I don't remember what her wording was, but I felt that. I was, like, I was real honest <laughs> about my addiction, <laughs> and, you know, I was, like, wow, just putting that question out into the universe like just that one question caused me to do some extra soul searching that like for a while I was like wow like I am so you know like that book like how often do we just pick up our phone out of like I mean between classes sitting out of class for five minutes I pick up my phone and uh you know I think that's you know you walk into an elevator at Cal State every there's ten people everyone's on their phone you know there's no like well what what's that panic when you suddenly can't find your phone you know <laughs> yeah right I'm like thinking now like what do we what did we do you read magazines and books he was and... born <laughs> when he was like <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember one time his dad was somewhere and I'm always like the panic parent and he's very like calm and he's my son put a a bead up his nose and I was freaking out and I couldn't get a hold of my husband I was like I think I had to page him we had page (laughs) and then between where our house and where he was going there's like no phone you know we had pay phones and there was no phone for like an hour and I don't know I just I always remember that because I'm thinking what would I you know like these days like if that happens I don't know (laughs) like yeah well well, and to think of when we were kids and I, you know, I used to disappear for twelve hours a day, you know, walk out in the morning and come back at night, and and nobody seemed concerned. <laughs> there was no one was looking for me. I know. I feel like living rural that's helped my kids as they're growing up to be out outside more. But I know, you know, that times are changing and. I went out with these teachers, and we had a glass of wine, and they were talking about what they see, you know, like, in the, um, it was a great discussion, actually, because the teachers were, like, saying there's kind of more, like, inability to have attention, which is some of the book of what I read. It's, like, how often we're getting sidetracked because we're constantly, um, when we're on our phones, we're just, there's always new information, new information, and so there were some that were just, like, oh, my gosh, it's crazy in class, and you know, I think, you know, they were talking about how parents and their kids as babies' phones, and it's always, like, you know, some kind of stimulation. And they have kids can't sit still in class more. There's, like, big, you know, these are, like, lifelong teachers. And then I have the, some of those groups say, 
yeah, but we, we need to learn how to roll with it because our parents were worried about television, you know, like, oh, the television's going to screw up our kids, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, like, they were sure that was the end of humanity. And um, listening from the older generation, I was like, wow, like, yeah, this is interesting to think about, you know, because I've had my judgments about seeing, you know, social media with babies kind of, I guess, or like, like just baby crying, but also how do we, if this is how, maybe I'm not evolved or something, maybe I'm not seeing it through an evolved lens. Yeah, I, I, I feel, um, I, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with babies holding phones as long as they don't have to grab my phone. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, that that's that, that that's we don't we're, we're we don't understand we're too old. The, look at what the, like you said what the, how the phone has evolved in in what twenty years, right? Compared and, and it's just going to go faster. So why would you limit them? Why would you want them to be someone that can't embrace technology instead of somebody that can use technology? Right. I think mine is, like, probably more extreme where I've seen, like, you know, babies who probably need to be changed, and it's, like, easier just to, like, pacify them for 10 more minutes with the phone versus, like, interacting. Like, you know, there's yeah. that's probably more extreme of where my thoughts are, like, this is what's going on. <laughs> like, hold the baby and change him and then give him your phone. I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, do you think this is extreme? What do you, what, you know, I, I think the, um, like, what, I'm probably talking out of my ass. I, is, I think the the minimum age for a president of the United States, I can't remember if it's 35 or 45. I think it's 35. 35. Right? I think it should, they should have to be 35 <laughs> to run for president. You get from 35 till 39, and that's it. Or no, you can you can go into your 40s if you get that second term. But to, in order to run for president your first time, you have to be 35 and a little bit more in touch with the uh, the future. Yeah, you know, like I've never thought about it. Or is but that crazy? No, I actually think that's great. I think that they're. I think <laughs> I think on both ends of that spectrum is that, you know, when I was like in my 20s and 30s, like. I was a hot mess, <laughs> just like, you know, doing my best, but still, I feel like we changed so much, like, I, you know, I think that's a, I've never thought about it until you're mentioning it, so I'm, like, processing it right now, but I think that you're right, I think 35, I mean, maybe even 40, I felt like, okay, I'm finally, like, living in my skin when I turn 40, <laughs> like, this is who I am. Why do they need to be living in their skin? They gotta be... In it, you gotta you gotta have somebody that's that understands the, what's going on currently. Yeah. And th at thirty five, I think you have a pretty good idea about what's going on. Yeah, I think you're right. You've probably been through some life experiences that have helped shape that. But not and too so many that they've that they've uh, jaded. They're yeah, jaded. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think that old that like you know, this, sometimes they're older. They are. They're not really in touch with like what's going on. With I think that there was a podcast I listened to, and I'm not going to be able to remember which one, but it was like, I think you were talking with somebody, and it was, I'm probably it's probably too vague for you to even remember, but it was like talking about how like sometimes this older, the real older politicians or people in power in charge like. They're not in touch with what's happening. Like, they're making rules for generations that 
they don't have anything. They have no like knowledge about. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> it absolutely sounds like a conversation I would have. I don't. I can't. It, it, could, it could be any number of people. Um, uh, it's probably around the whole. And, and that's not. And, but that's not necessarily ageism. It's, no. it's more of a. It's more of a. a a comment on on the amount of money that they make too, I think, and and by the, that point in their life, not only are they a little bit out of touch because they're older, they also have had this big cushion of money for so long that most people don't, you know. So it's, it's yeah. so it's it's more of a an old rich person problem yeah, <laughs> than just a an older person problem. You know, that really like touches a nerve with me because I think that like when you are so poor. You can't, like, function at the same, like, you're functioning, but, you know, when I got remarried, like, there's stresses that I don't have to worry about. Like, we don't have a lot of money, but I'm not worrying every month about keeping my electricity on, you know, or, like, do I have food or do I have gas? And I think that when when there's people who've never had that, they don't understand the extreme amount of stress and pressure that, like... I feel like held me back from being like my best mom because I was under constant stress, you know, or the best friend or the best human, you know, I was doing my best. But I think that when people have had that like old rich mentality, but they've been rich like their whole life, they really don't understand. There's no way they can understand like at all what people who are struggling are going through under crisis, you know, whether that be like, financial stuff or you know times where I didn't have health insurance like it's crazy stressful like I couldn't sleep I was working all these crazy hours but I couldn't sleep and you know just I think about people would say well just do more you know because I did massages just do more massages at home and I'm like I literally didn't have any more time in the day like just put aside $25 a week and I'm like what like <laughs> yeah yeah I I uh, I got a text from my mom yesterday, you know, just asking if everything was okay, and uh, I told I told her I feel like I've been preparing for this for years. Um, I have no panic. Like we've been through some such lean years that like right now yeah. I've got a house full of food and I've got a month's worth of toilet paper and I'm like I have I've been way off worse off than this right now than <laughs> here right now and 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 she's always kind of been you know we we're not close and it's mostly been because she hasn't wanted to acknowledge the uh the hardships that i've been that my life has been you know anytime like she asks how things are and i actually start telling her the truth she, she has you know she leaves the conversation well, and yeah. so to tell us i'm like i've been pre like i don't know what you're like you don't know like <laughs> we've been through some hard times and i think a lot of people have and i think a lot of people are prepared for this and i think if like this is something that's like that that the the powers that be are trying to use to control the poor. I think it might backfire because like it's kind of just life, you know. Anyway, I see my like oppressed population saying the same thing. Like this isn't new to us. We grew up like this. Yeah. <laughs> this is like we are we're gonna survive. It's like I think that you're you know you're onto something there. I think that you know they're they're making funny memes of it, but I also think it's like well they're not wrong. The, <laughs> the funny memes are how we get through it. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Like my so my car. I was trying to get through college. My car um, was also like my trophy. The only thing I got out of my divorce. I didn't have any other 
alimony or any possessions, but um, I was trying to get through college because I just knew it has so many miles on it, and it was kind of crazy. And, you know, when we were in Hawaii, the mechanic's like, there's just, to fix it, it's going to be the, the engine's done, you're going to, in a couple hundred more, thousand more miles, you're going to do the transmission, it's just really not worth it. And so first, Devin didn't tell me, because he's like, oh gosh, he's stressed about all this stuff, he's probably going to go off the deep end. <laughs> but like, I like was stressed, you know, like he has a a car, and um <clears throat> He drives a work van, so it's not the end of the world. But I just think back to, like, if that happened to me and during these times, you know, seven years ago, like, I would have, you know, I don't know what I would have done to survive. Yeah. Like, it would have been crazy because I wouldn't have been able to, you know, luckily my kids are out of the house and they have their own cars. Um, but except for one, I just, I don't know what I would have done. Like, if my car just died on me, I, like... You know, I tease because his car is like a beater, but I I don't mind. I honestly don't mind it. I just make well to make you know tease him and make jokes because he loves his truck. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's different mentality, and um, you know I'm sure I would have gotten through it. But it's like the amount of like stress. Like I don't know. I think that we are more prepared. I never had family helping me really either, <laughs> or like understanding my struggle. So. Yeah, and but but look at where look at where well, at least you and I are now is where we can like see that like I I I feel totally you know and I'm I'm we're still week to week you know <laughs> this is yeah. why stopping story a couple of days to just see what's available is in the it's almost like all right I don't have all these choices I have to get I, the kids aren't going to complain and I, I don't have to tell them it's because I couldn't afford something better you know yeah. <laughs> and 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 the kids are being cool they're rolling with this thing like champs but yeah. but. I'm in a place where I, I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm in a place where I can handle this right now. Yeah. And what about ten years ago? No way. Ten years ago, I'd be this would have, this whole thing would have. I don't know what we would be doing, and to be able to recognize that there are still people who are now where you were ten years ago, is I don't is some, is something I don't think everybody has. You know, I think you kind of reach this point where you're like, well, I went through stuff too, and I made it to here. And and you don't take into consideration the time that you had to, the time you had to put in to, to get to here, and that person's so far back from here, like they don't understand that, you know. Mm-hmm. That they'll pull through it. Yeah, people will say, well, you know, you should have worked harder or got a job, and I'm like, you can't. I was going. To, I went to trade school. I went to like further education, and I literally was working as much as I could. <laughs> and I think that also there's some understanding from us. I think that offers compassion to people who. You know, like I, I worked at a resource center, a school-based resource center, and I feel like when I'm done with college, like I'd like to do um, continue like nonprofit type of work because I know like it's not that easy. It's not just do this or, you know, I think it also makes me like more compassionate for even though, you know, I just – I was doing, you know, the pull yourself up by your bootstrap kind of thing. Like, I was doing that, and I wasn't getting nowhere. Right. <laughs> like, you know, so I think I, I really want to continue that work. Like, I think that's really important to me. And, and I don't know what direction I'm going, but I, I know I'm going in the right direction. Who's, who knows we'll, what will happen with that. But I feel like that's something where, like, my heart is definitely helping uh, people who are struggling. That's cool. So, that's cool. And and, yeah. I, and as long as you keep yourself open to whatever, then you'll be where you're supposed to be. Yeah. 
That's true. And, like, you know, tarot, I really, it's a creative outlet, and I really love learning about it. I'm always re-inspired when I, I just, I go to the tarot symposium, um, and, you know, it's always, you get, like, re-energized, you know, so I've dabbled a little bit with Lenormand tarot, and I, it's kind of fun. I feel like, oh, maybe I want to, like, dabble with that for a while. <laughs> you should, you should do it. You should yeah. throw some tarot readings out there. Throw, yeah, you've got some time. Or, I don't know, maybe with online school, it's more frustrating and will take more time. You know, I did a lot, a lot of online classes when I did community college, and I've done some through Cal State. It's funny because some of the professors who are like, this is fine, like they, they have online classes also. It's not that big of a deal. It's more reading. And we're halfway through. So, But there's professors who've never done online, and for them – there, that struggle for them is, like, difficult. And I think for, you know, I you can see in the emails their stress. They're tr- they're trying to be like, oh, to say, like, oh, wait, this is fine. You know, I want to support you. But they're also, like, I don't know anything about technology, but they're that's kind of hidden in all the other things they're saying. So I have two professors who are a lot older, and they've not done any online classes. And one is, like, really, like, so – I think those classes, they still want to have class time over the Internet. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, it's cool. I've done that a couple times. Usually, you know, you see all your classmates in their pajamas and their beds, (laughs) 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 that kind of thing. But, um, you know, like also living rural, like Internet, like 99% of the time goes well. But (laughs) it'll be interesting to see how it goes, you know, especially, you know, that's something like – you know, my my son's worried about too. Like he's gonna have things to do online. And um, what happens like when you know if, is to I know if it's considered essential, but at some point could it could that be something that we have to let go of as technology? I can't even imagine how everyone would function. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, I've told my girls um, like when we get to a the two older ones that don't live at home, um, if if something happens and the phone lines go down and the internet goes down. Just come to my house, and then we'll figure it out from there. So yeah. we kind of have at least that plan. I mean, it sucks to have to have that plan, but at least yeah. there's that plan where it's like, all right, when things go down, you just come here. Yeah. And then we'll, know, we'll all know where each other is, and then we can just, you know, then if you're not going to stay here, that's fine, but at least you're going to tell me where you're heading, you know. <laughs> so. I feel comfortable with my kids going to their dad. I mean, I although I don't want to be with them their dad's house on the reservation they have you know all like a community like their family there's like houses and houses very very close sometimes too close but um they like have a community there that they you know and they hunt and they like you know do things still real traditional as far as hunting goes and so they won't starve you know ever there they have access to like real fresh water um from a spring and they like have some skills and even though like I said I would want the mom I feel like in me would want them with me I think it would be best for them we've talked about that too just go to your dad because they have like uncles and aunties and their grandparents it's not just you know and they work together you know most of the time when they get deer it's like you give you you know they provide for their family that's extended family too because if you hoard it it's like you won't get a deer or you won't have a, you know, it's like bad juju. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, the creator will give you an opportunity to get something in the future. So 
I mean, I feel like that's really extreme, but we've had those talks with our kids, too. <laughs> well, my, my kid's mom is 900 miles from here, so they've got to stop here and tell oh, me they're going there first. <laughs> so at least I don't know that's where they went. They went. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this has been, this has been awesome. This has it's been yeah. great to catch up with you. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I really wanted to do it live, but, um, I just, I couldn't make the technology work because yeah. I don't have the great access to the greatest technology, but this is good. This is good too. Awesome. It's been fun talking. I'm still kind of considering, I'm not kind of, I really am interested in doing podcasts at some point. I just got to get over the whole silence of the lambs man voice that I hear myself like <laughs> put the lotion in the basket when I, <laughs> when I rehear my voice <laughs> well don't listen back to it just record it and post it right. <laughs> well listen well, back to this one and I think you'll hear that your voice doesn't sound like that it's just right. in your head <laughs> I know it's been a year I just looked when I was signing on I saw that it's been within April of last year that we chatted oh, wow. that has oh. been a long time I, in fact I was thinking I was thinking, this is pretty soon to have her on as a guest again, but I guess it's not. I guess it just seemed like it was yesterday. Yeah, we had that dinner with friends, too. Maybe that's why. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks again. Uh, all right, Donna. I will uh, catch you later. All right. Sounds great. When my rambling days are over and my gambling days are through, when my rambling days are over and my gambling days are through, if you tell me that you love me, I'll be coming back to you. To you. All right, right on.